Welcome to Easy Money. I'm Jill, the money coach. I know what it's like to push through, to white knuckle it, to put in the time and get no results. I know what it's like to wonder what's the right way and to constantly worry about doing it all wrong. I've learned a whole lot from doing things the hard way. That's why I help coaches go from doing everything the hard way to making money easy. You want to create your dream life and dream business that's all about being free to do what you want, spend what you want, and build the future you want and do it all with ease? In this podcast, I bring you simple strategies for success for your business that make money easy. So it's time for easy money. Are you ready? Well then, let's go! Hey there, and welcome back to Easy Money. I'm Jill Wright, and I'm so glad you're here. I am so excited about this episode. I have been wanting to share this information for a while, and I'm so excited that I get to share it with you today. So have you ever looked back on a situation or a time in your life and wondered how you got there? Have you ever looked at your life and wondered, whose life is this? <laughs> I have plenty of examples that I can share with you. <laughs> have you ever felt lost or confused or had a feeling or that you knew there was just something missing? Have you ever, you know, that's, it's kind of this, um, this feeling, this empty feeling, sort of right between your breastbone and your stomach that there's just something missing. Now, I know what my answers are to all these questions. They're yes, I have felt like that before. But in this episode, I wanted to share a bit of my journey to discovering who I really am. Yes, that sounds like something I should have already known at the age of 54. I did think I knew who I was. But what I learned along the way is something that I want you to know too. So why is this even important? Why is it so important that you know who you really are? Well, here's the thing. I am one of those coaches who truly believes that all of the answers are inside you, already there, already inside you. And what I've discovered on my own journey and through serving my brilliant clients is that sometimes those answers are locked behind doors within you, which means that you don't always know or you can't access those answers for you. And if you've ever had the answer, I don't know, but because you were being coached by someone, you thought to yourself, well, I can't actually say I don't know because that's not allowed. Then you know what I'm talking about. It was, it's that feeling that I, I don't know the answer and you think you don't know, but what's really true is you don't have access to that answer. Have you ever shared something with somebody and then you thought after after you responded, maybe they had a question or maybe you were coaching somebody and something came out of your mouth and you thought to yourself immediately, oh my gosh, where did that spark of brilliance come, come from? You kind of wonder, did I just say that? Did that come out of my mouth? What is happening? That is brilliant. 
you didn't even know you knew what came out of your mouth. It just came out of your very own mouth. And you were wondering, where did that come from? But it was in there somewhere and it came out right on cue. The only problem is you might not know what cued it to come out. That brilliance, that is who you really are. You aren't the person that doesn't know. You aren't the person that doesn't know how. And there's more of that brilliance where that came from. There is more of that brilliance inside of you. So that's why it's so important to do the work to discover who you really are. Because when you do that, you get to share even more of that brilliance because you can now access it. And you get to share it in ways that light up the world the same way that it lights you up when it comes out of you. (laughs) You ever get that feeling like, damn, I'm good. (laughs) I do too. (laughs) But I didn't necessarily go into this year intending to go on this journey of self-discovery. I didn't go into this year saying, oh yeah, I got to figure out who I really am. That wasn't a problem that I was trying to solve. (laughs) It just happened. So, um, but looking back, I can see that even though it wasn't on purpose for me, it was on purpose. And what I mean by that is God has a way of leading you to the work you need to do exactly when you need to do it. He is just in time. He brings you things you need to learn just in time. He needs you, brings you work you need to do just in time. He does everything just in time. And I am so grateful for that. I am also grateful that I was listening when he led me on this journey to self-discovery. And I was, I'm grateful that I was willing to go along with it because Stuff like this is not always comfortable. It's not, we don't always go very willingly. And, and I won't say that I was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> it has been all kinds of uncomfortable. But I'm so glad that I went along with it, that I said, yes, Lord, let's do this. Because it was also very re- rewarding. And most more than that, it I have come out of this with, and I, I'm I might not even be completely out of this. This might be a little premature, but I have have come away with so much clarity. There are so many things that feel and look more clear to me. And who doesn't love clarity? Clarity might not pay the bills, but it does help you do more things that make it easier for you to get to work, to do what you need to do in order to pay the bills. So maybe indirectly, Clarity does pay the bills. That is all assuming that you take the action that that Clarity makes clear for you, right? So you get the Clarity, now you know what to do, now you know the answers that are inside of you, now you know what actions you need to take, you know how you need to do things. So. Um, clarity helps a lot, but you still have to take the next step and take the next actions for you. So I, I will tell you my intention when I started the season of my podcast was to help you make things easier in your business so you could make more money. Because when things are hard, you either don't do them or it takes you longer to do them. 
when things are easy, you're more likely to do them and more likely to do them well. So that helps them make, um, that helps you become more effective more quickly. And that is why I called this season of the podcast Easy Money. And you're probably wondering what the heck does that have to do with clarity and getting to know yourself? Well, what makes things really easy, I've come to find out, is being yourself. Because when you're yourself, you don't have to wonder, oh, I wonder how they did that. Or I wonder why they did that. Or I wonder what I need to do next. Or I wonder how I need to do that. You can just be yourself. You can, when you can just show up and do the things you're good at, lean into your strengths, when you love most of the things that you're doing, you do things more easily. You are more likely to do things because when things are hard, you don't want to do them, right? You get the I don't want to's. But when things are easy, then it's easier to create the thinking that creates the feeling that creates the action that creates the results. So I think it's really interesting or really fascinating or kind of funny, ironic, whatever you want to call it. We find coaching, it helps us make things easier. And we decide, oh, I want to help everybody learn this, this uh, technique, this knowledge, this information, all of these great tools. So because it helps me make things easier, it will help other people make things easier. So it helps us, the way it makes us help things easier is it helps us become more of who we really are. It helps us become more of who we want to be. But then we start a business, or maybe this isn't for every, maybe this isn't the way it works for everybody. This is, I should be saying, then I started a business <laughs> and I made things hard again. Because I stopped being the person that I had worked so hard to become. What happened was I reverted back to an old version of myself. So when I found coaching, I up-leveled myself to maybe Jill version 5.0. But then in the process of building a business, in the process of trying to figure out who I was in that business, trying to figure out how to be a CEO of a business, trying to figure out how to get people to know, like, and trust me, and trying to figure out how to fail on purpose. And, you know, all the things that you do, all the hard, hard things that you do when you're building a business, in the process of all of that, I put together so many stories about myself as a result of the results I got in my business or the results that I failed to achieve a lot of times. All of that created reverting back to Jill previous version, maybe Jill version 2.8, 3.4. I don't know exactly what version it is, but I reverted back to an old version that had old beliefs as a result of the results that became circumstances in my business. I made that mean, oh, I'm not who I say I am. I'm not who I thought I was. I'm not as capable as I thought I might be. I'm not good at, 
I'm not as good at building a business as I thought I would be. All of those, those thoughts, all of those thoughts that don't get me the results that I really wanted, right? Until I came to this crossroads. So that led me to this crossroads where I could no longer build a strong, sustainable, profitable business because I had reverted back to Jill version 2.8 or whatever. I couldn't build a business from that place. And so I had to find my way back to Jill version 5.0, no matter what. And so that is what led me to take a bit of a break from my business this summer. I'm actually technically still on that break, but I'm starting to break out of my break, which has been super fun and super exciting because, you know, I've learned so much about myself and about what I'm capable of. And so I think it's just time to share what I've learned along the way because a little, well, a big piece of me thinks that this will be helpful for you to know. And you can let me know. And I welcome all the feedback. So what I learned, and this is, I'm starting at high level. I'll go down into the weeds in a little bit. What I learned is I'm here to connect. Once I knew who I really am, which sounds weird. Once I figured out who I really was, now I know who I really am. I could figure out what I really wanted and how I really wanted to get there. And what I learned is it wasn't through pressure or resistance or forcing things, but I wanted to get there through ease and flow. Who I really am and what I really want is to surrender to the natural rhythm and order of the universe and not get so caught up in the world's way of doing things that I get lost, that I lose myself, that I forget who I am, that I revert back to old beliefs about myself, that I lose sight of what I really want. Because that only takes me further away from my mission, my vision, my purpose, my highest potential. Um, so I want to get there and enjoy the ride. I want to create something that's sustainable. I want to create something that's profitable and that's consistent and that's reliable and that feeds my soul. And the way that I'm going to do that is through connection. So I want you to stay tuned for the next few weeks. Well, I mean, I want you to stay tuned for as long as I have this podcast, if I'm being honest, right? But I, you definitely want to stay tuned to hear more about the next couple of weeks that I have to share because each one of these components, um, and I'll just, I'll just tell you, this week is um, connect with who you really are. Next week is connect with what you truly want. So I'm going to be talking about that part of my journey. And then the third piece is to connect the dots to get you to, to fulfill your mission, your vision, your purpose, and your potential. So that's how the next couple of weeks, so that's what I want you to stay tuned for. But 
today I'm just talking about some of the ways, and I'm going to be talking about this more in more detail in upcoming episodes, but today I just wanted to share like the um, sort of the high level highlights, the highlight reel of that journey and some of the tools that I used and some of the ways that I went into the self-discovery journey or, or along the way, the process of it, some of the things that I used, some of the things that helped me, just in case you want to tap into some of those for yourself. So one of the tools that I tapped into uh, to learn more about myself is the Enneagram. And I'll put a link to the quiz that I use to learn my type. And you might also want to check out a good book on the Enneagram, I think is Ian Cron's book. Uh, it's called the Enneagram. And there's a subtitle in there. I should have gotten it before I got on this podcast. <clears throat> but that's a really good book about the Enneagram. I am a type five. And I am guessing that I probably have a four wing, I definitely don't have a six wing. Um, so if I do have a wing, it's a four, because I do um, find value in being unique. Um, but anyway, fives are the Switzerland of Enneagram types, we're very neutral, and you can ask my clients, they can bring me any pretty much anything, and I'm going to react the same way every time. I don't get really um, super excited or super low, um, at least with regard to just like overall circumstances. And fives naturally see various perspectives, which makes it really easy for me to show my clients other ways of thinking about their problem, which then helps them get a lot of clarity around that problem and leads them to the solution. Fives also prefer to observe rather than participate. So we're great listeners. I feel like I have never felt like I'm a great talker, but that's perfect for coaching because as far as I'm concerned, I need to listen more than I talk. Yes, I need to lead the discussion, but I need to, to listen to what's going on for my client. Um, so I feel like that really serves me. Fives are investigators, which helps me generate deeply probing questions for my clients. And fives trust themselves, which I has always been true for me, pretty much. Um, and then the second tool is the Gallup Clifton 34 Strengths Assessment. And so I feel like that is very valuable. And I got the entire report. Yes, it's it's $50. But to me, it's totally worth it. You get so many resources along with that. Plus, you get to know all of the 34 strengths. And so my top strengths are ideation, responsibility, relater, intellection, restorative, belief, developer, connectedness, includer, and positivity. So by knowing those top strengths, it helps me lean more into my strengths. It helps me recognize some of those strengths because sometimes we don't really understand, we don't recognize some of our strengths because we think, oh yeah, I'm good at that, but isn't everybody? So I think it helps to understand um, those strengths and to start to lean into more of those. And then to also start to manage those that get a little bit out of control. Like the ideation has, 
you know, made me scattered at times and unfocused because I get these ideas and I think I have to act on all of them. Um, but that's not true. And once I understood that, it helped me understand that, oh, that's not a problem. I just have to learn how to manage it. Or if there are, are things that aren't in your top strengths, for me, the, the ones that stand out are woo, win over, um, win over others, discipline, and there's one other one. Um, it had something to do with organization or something like that. But though knowing those aren't top strengths, then I can look for top strengths that I can use to make up for that. So I don't have to live a limited life just because those aren't in my top strengths. And so it just gave me a lot of freedom to be who I am and not have a lot of judgment around being somebody I'm not, right? Or about not being who and not being organized or not being disciplined or not being good at influencing others. Um, so it just, it just helped me accept more of who I am and to actually go and be more of who I am, which is really makes things so much easier. And so the third tool that I looked at was the quantum human design. And I follow the one by Kieran Curry Parker. And so I, when I was introduced this, to this, I was like, this is so confusing. And there's still like, this is an extremely deep subject. So, and I would not consider myself an expert by any means, but it helped me again, identify my strengths, identify, you know, how I'm designed, how I'm built, how I'm meant to work. I'm a generator. My profile is five, two. And I have three defined centers, identity, sacral, and solar plexus. And so understanding that these are my defined centers and understanding what's not defined for me and how to manage the information coming in, how to manage how I'm expressing myself, that has been really, really helpful for me. And I have three channels defined. And those are 2946, uh, 214, and 659. And one of the things I find that I'm designed for is to lead. And so that was an interesting discovery for me. And I'm also designed to use my emotional alignment to serve as an energetic beacon of peace. And that helped me... um, manage the lie that I was believing that I'm a problem. Because in order to serve as an energetic beacon of peace, you can't be a problem. So I had to reconcile that in my brain. And plus, serving as an energetic beacon of peace is really consistent with one of my Enneagram 5 traits. And so I, that's the other thing I found interesting among these three tools, I could definitely see consistency and connection. Of course, I'm built for connection. (laughs) There was like three or I think there's three or four um, things in my top 10 that were dealing with connection. So that makes sense that I am made 
to connect. I'm made for connection. I'm made to help people with connection. So I haven't always been a fan of personality tests. So if you hear me saying this and you're like, yeah, whatever, um, just know that I've not always been a fan of them either. And so that's why I like these three in particular is because I feel like they're a little bit, um, have a little bit more science behind them. Um, but the reason I wasn't a fan of personality tests and not all of these would be probably considered personality tests. Um, but you know, those types of things that kind of put you in a box. That's why I wasn't a fan because I felt like they put you in a box. Um, I felt like the way that people generally use them is to tell you who you are. And, and so often I've seen that used as a weapon. It's, I've seen it used to limit people rather than expand them. And so I want to make sure that I mentioned that disclaimer is I'm not necessarily endorsing any of these tools specifically. I'm just telling you what I used and how they helped me. And then with the warning, with the caveat, don't use these against yourself. I mean, any tool can be used against you. Um, you can use against yourself. And so don't do that. Um, don't, use it to limit yourself, use it to expand your capabilities, your power, your, use it to empower you, not disempower you. So, because I think they can be incredibly powerful to help you understand your strengths, especially the ones that come naturally to you, maybe the ones that you haven't recognized in yourself. Um, because like I said, those can be the ones that can be tough to recognize as strengths because we just assume that's how everybody's wired. Um, but these are some of the tools I consulted, not necessarily to tell me who I am, but to help me learn how to accept myself more and be less judgmental of myself and to also begin to recognize what makes me who I am and how that is beneficial to me and to other people to help me recognize what I bring to the table in the world, in business, in my business. Um, so yeah. And now some other things that were very impactful in my journey was the support of my coaches. Um, I was this summer, it was the perfect timing. I'm telling y'all, you know, God is so good, but the perfect timing to get into soul stories with Kim Job. And that is actually open right now and it starts January 1st. I'm, I'm pretty sure when this comes out, the um it you, you still will be able to enroll in that if you're interested and I like I said before, I highly recommend it. But uh and I gave myself lots and time of time and space to listen, to observe, to be open and to be curious. And I also gave myself lots of time to learn how to notice and become aware without a lot of judgment of myself. I have so many stories and examples to share about my, my journey. I don't want to tell you all of them today. <laughs> we don't have time for all of it today, but I will be sharing more about that journey in the coming months as I discuss other topics related to connection and disconnection and the impact that I have learned that they have on your life and your, and your business. 
But one story I will share today is from when I was in Soul Stories with Kim Job, and she has so many good exercises, y'all. It is amazing. Um, but it's a great place to look at your stories and create new ones. It was a very powerful experience and it is worth the time, worth the money, worth doing the work. Um, if you want to free your soul, I think that's a great place to do that work. Anyway, one week on the call, she played this video and this video hit me at my core. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to share like the details of the video, <laughs> just in case you do soul stories and you see this video, I, I don't want to ruin it for you. But what the video portrayed to me was all about energy. There was energy that was transferred from performers to an audience and that transfer of energy from the transfer of energy from the performers to the audience elevated the energy frequency of the audience. And then that elevated energy of the audience, and it was a video, but I could, I felt it as if I was there. And I don't know what that was all about, but it was very powerful, y'all. So that elevated energy of the audience was then transferred back to the performers, which then further elevated the performer's energy frequency. And as the performance escalated, you could feel that energy just back and forth. And every time it would be transferred from the performers to the audience or from the audience to per performers, it got elevated again. And it just was like this magnification of energy frequency. And it was was unbelievable. You could just feel the energy rising like a hot air balloon. And in that moment, my thought was, that's what I'm here for. And I was just crying. I just started bawling y'all. Um, at how deeply connected I felt in that moment to that mission and purpose to escalate the energy. And it felt so aligned. It was just something I knew in the deepest parts of my soul and none of the limiting beliefs that I, that I had up until that point mattered. I just felt deeply committed to living out that purpose. It was a very powerful, very emotional moment. And even after the video ended, I shared with the group and I was still crying, but it still makes me emotional when I remember and re-experience that because it was such a sense of deep connection to who I really am and why I'm really here. But it's just one small portion of the story of my self-discovery journey that I've been on for the, about the past year. So I've learned so much along the way along this journey that there's no way I could share it in all in one podcast episode. So I'm going to sprinkle it over the next several months of episodes where I might share one stop on my journey and, you know, share my insight around that, share why I think that's important, how it could help you. And if you want to connect to who you really are, if you want to connect to what you really want, if you want to connect to the right things and disconnect from the wrong things, then come with me on this journey. And I have a community that I would love for you to join. 
and it's called Connect the Dots. It's a Mighty Networks community, and I invite you to join me. It's a free um, community. It's, there's no charge to get into it. So let's do this. Let's continue on this journey together. Think of it like a hike. It's, a, it's just like a hike we're going on together. We have no agenda, no time frame. All we're going to do is go and explore. There's no sense of urgency, no pressure. We don't have to be back at a certain time. We don't have to get to a certain destination. We can relax. We can take our time. We can explore little side trails and it can be relaxed and easy. We can just let it flow. And this can be like your little getaway each week on this podcast. You can just come connect with me. You can just go on a little hike, go on a little expedition, a little adventure each week. And we can hang out on this journey together. If you want to do this with other people, then go join my Connect the Dots community on Mighty, Mighty Networks. Like I said, it's free. So let's just connect. And you can find the invitation to my community at the link in my Instagram bio. My Instagram account is Jill Wright Coaching, or you can check out um, at Jill the Connection Coach on Instagram. You can also get access by subscribing to my list. Uh, you can do that by visiting my website, Jill, JillWrightCoaching.com. So I'll see you next week to talk more about connection. Yay! so excited. Hey, thanks for listening to this amazing episode of Easy Money. What's one small thing that you took away from this episode? I would be so grateful for you to share that in a review so others can find this podcast too. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. 